0: Folks, and welcome to the Gallant Few Rangers podcast. My name is Crawley Duff, and I'm delighted to be your host this evening as we are talking about Rangers getting three points on the board, and the hordes at the other side of the city getting the the shark the the shark shaped fence out in uh, in the masses um, here to distress. Uh, Quite a quite an impressive 2-0 victory over Ross County, if I am allowed to get my, ahead of myself. Uh, first of all, the first lady of the Gallant View, Shona, how are you?
1: I'm very well, Colin. What a Saturday we had, didn't we? Waking up to Twitter this morning was absolutely brilliant. So, no, thoroughly looking forward to it, uh, talking about Rangers, and uh, hopefully we'll see, uh, is it Jaws? The second coming out this 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 Sunday maybe not we'll see what happens so but like um wanted to ask the guys in the comments what they think of the goal Tavernier scored was it better than the one Seema scored midweek or is it better than the one the Midlanders scored so I'm sure we'll go into that um in the podcast but we'll get to see what the guys in the comments think of the, the goals that we scored over the last two games.
0: Sure, now you throw the ball up and I bat out of the park here. So obviously, for the next guest, um, I changed the name of tonight's uh, pod to Tav Only Scrolls penalties dot 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 a wee bit of irony here here um, from joining us from the James Tavanier Loyal RSC, um the founder. Curry, how
2: are you, my friend? After that um, I'm away, see you later. Hi <laughs> uh, There'll be a bit of humble pie coming for me this week, but uh, we'll discuss it later on. But my actual thoughts on Tavernier and, and obviously everybody's my favorite Ranger player, uh, John Lodstrom. Uh, our introduction to Kimar Riff, and you return returned to Rangers, and obviously a, a few other things, including the women's favorite, and there'll be a few few hearts broken the right in the Rangers, uh, bayonets, uh and the Saji going out and loan. So there's plenty to talk about and obviously a certain result, uh a certain place where nobody wants to go. Uh we'll probably have a wee we dig at that as well. So that could be
0: good. And last and by no means least, joining us again. Scott, how are you my friend?
3: No bad, Colin, no bad. Thanks for having me on again, mate.
0: No, it was a pleasure. And has your weekend been as pleasurable as the rest of us? Oh, definitely! What a day I had yesterday! Absolutely fucking tremendous, man. Brilliant, eye. If anybody's wondering why um, we do these live streams at half eight, like obviously, like it suits most of us with well, like, family or work commitments, but it's also if Rangers do well, you need all day in the Sunday to fucking recover. So here we are, um, still a wee bit shaky, but let's get right into it. Showing up, um, Rangers. So, Rangers lined up yesterday. A um, couple of changes, a couple of surprises in the lineup Jack Butland in goals, a back four of James Tavernier, Conor Goldson, John Suter, Bonabarisic, midfield three of Todd Cantwell, John Lundsom, Sunday Raston, and, and then Sam, Lannel, Sam Lammers in behind Kmart Ruth and Cyril Dessel. So, so I think probably the most surprise um, came for. The in the front three, uh, because we do have a lot of options there. There's a lot of people saying why Danilo, why uh, why not Dessels What why not Danilo instead of Dessels why hammers and um, behind there instead of Camp Mill. Obviously, the biggest talking point was K out and I want to get everybody's thoughts on him yesterday. Um, it's there's been a wee bit of the Jordan Rossers about came out Ruth on his um expected return, that it's been a longer 70-10 days. But um, what was your thoughts on his performance yesterday, being rounded off with a goal?
1: I thought he looked really, really sharp on the ball yesterday. I thought some of the passes that he's made and uh, his link-up play with Desters at times um, was really good. I think the the ball that he put across for Desters, that Desters obviously uh, headed the ball. He probably should have done better. I think the goalkeeper makes a good save with his feet at the time. So, no, look, I thought uh, Kima Roof looked really sharp. He looked fit. Um, he wasn't scared to get into, in amongst it all, he wasn't scared to get into a tackle, that's what I noticed as well throughout the game, but I think when it got to about the 65th, the 70th minute, he was definitely blowing a bit of a gasket at that point, so look, there's still work to be done, but from what I saw from Ruth, it's exactly what we've been asking for, that I'm telling you now, Roof is the best striker at our club, and you saw that with the goal that he scored, it was fantastic movement, the way he obviously managed to get his, his, his foot round, he was off balance as well at the time, so that's just like a clinical instinct uh, strikers school. That's the way I look at it. I don't think anybody else in that pitch would have scored that kind of typical goal. So, no, it was really refreshing to see Ruth back yesterday. Really good. Um, If he can continue what he's doing, I think now he's only had, I don't think he's had that many appearances for Rangers, but his goal ratio for his appearances at Rangers is second to none. It's really, really good. So, if we can get a fit and firing Ruth, what a season we're in for. If we can get him fit and firing and then we can get Dessers and Daniel, what a lot of three that we will have.
0: Curry, I think um, <laughs> it's definitely been uh, an overused phrase and one that's probably frustrated you. For uh, what I can see in the group chat, if roof is fit, he's the best to get the club boy. He's X, Y and, Z. and there's a lot of a lot of people in the comments rightly calling that out. But Teddy Bear calling out, saying we need to calm down and make sure we can get half a dozen games underneath him first. But I do, I do buy into the roof hype. I do also share the frustration of it. It's a double-edged sword, but I don't think it's any any coincidence that the only time like, we've won the, the league since he's been here is the, is the season when we got 30-odd games out here. it was t- terrific. To Shona's point, he's not just a goal-scorer. He's so rounded. He can play wide, right, wide, left. He can play in the pocket. Um, he popped up with a goal, and I think, you know, there was one point yesterday I think it was at a ball in fair deep. It was Borna barisic S right on the head of Dessers as well. Dessers has to do better there, but that just shows you how much
2: Roof can bring when he when he is playing. Well, on the first point you made to Shona about the, the lineup, I I was shocked at the lineup. I, I was like, oh, there was about four or five different uh changes there that I was like, what? but 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 they did one? But on roof, we'll get back to the, the main point. Roof is, and everybody's always said, he is the best striker, or most clinical striker we have. I probably know the best, but he's the most clinical striker that we've got at Rangers. But but his one fault is, as we keep on saying, he's made the chocolate. And it's like every single game that he gets into, all we're doing is... I think a lot of people were saying on Twitter they couldn't get a bet on Riff scoring and getting sent off or sent off or going off injured. You couldn't get a bet on it because everybody it was like guaranteed that it was going to happen. Thankfully, it never. Riff is a a person I don't like him. Right, I'll put my hand up. Right, <laughs> I don't like him, but there's a reason for I don't like him or I've never liked him. I love him mm-hmm. when he scores, obviously, and he scored the best goal that I've ever seen. For any Rangers player in all my times uh, in my life, I think. It was one of the greatest goals that I've ever actually seen. Now, see when he does score, he's such a miserable bastard. I don't know, he just, he does does, sneak celebrate like any other player would, would do. It's like, I look at me, I scored. I'm like, alright, you scored, mate. Fucking show, show a bit of passion. He never, ever shows that. And I think that's the thing that gets me. But, saying that, it was a fantastic goal. Having you put in a really good cross, right into the danger area. Ruth managed to manhandle the guy. The two of them were at it meet each other. So it was 50-50 it, was, it could have actually called as a free kick or a penalty, either way, it was that type of situation. But he manages to wrap his leg around get in front of him. And how he managed to see that ball and hit it was unbelievable. But that shows the type of striker he is. He's deadly when he's fit and he's playing. But he needs to do that week after week after week. And the, th- the thing is, it, gives, it does give Bill a bit of thought on who he's going to be using as his main striker the rest of the season. Because if Kemar seems stays fit, it's going to put a lot of pressure. A lot of people in chat, on Twitter are going absolutely after Keemar at Dessers. Because he's he's, no, he's supposedly not putting in the numbers that they want. But I, I, this is the thing we were talking about earlier. We need to watch what we're saying about players. How bad they are, or how good they are, until the season is actually up and gone. Because it's only we're only three games into the season now. So we need to watch what we're saying about certain players and how garbage they are or how good they are. So just, let, let's wait to further on. It's the same, we'll get into what's going to be happening. Where is next the fun
0: weekend. in that? Where's the fun in no making an ass at yourself?
2: No, because I'm fucking sick of <laughs> making an ass at myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I've done that enough to all of you on here a couple of months. So it's not, <laughs> watch what you're saying. And what I'm trying to say is, I just want everybody to come down a wee bit. Uh, it's dead easy, and I'm guilty. I'll put my horn up. I'm one of the first ones to get off my heat at players and shout dogs abuse and give them shite, and I'm ready to praise players that really shouldn't deserve praise, but I'm going to try and I'm trying to keep my heat, you know, because I'm optimistic, but I don't want to get too overboard, because you know yourself, you're guaranteed that it's going to come back and bite you right in the arse.
0: The joys of doing a podcast, of course, that's why we do it. It's a thrill of making an answer yourself, as I said. But, Scott, just on the uh, forward positions then, because um, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people coming in the comments about who do we play next week in the Old fun, but we're forgetting we, we do have the um, a small game in Eindhoven on Wednesday night. Um, Roof does provide a different option. How did you... How did you like the look of if you did, um him and desers up front? And probably want to get your thoughts on Desers more than Ruth because uh, yeah, yeah, my God, I am a grass half-filled kind of guy. Like so, I've mean, just where I will have to to roll my fucking car before I start writing them off. Um it's a bad habit I've got. I think Desers done well on Saturday. I can't quite get on board with the Aye, the the amount of flack that he's getting, he pops up with goal involvements, he pops up with assists, um, he puts himself a boot. I'm quite liking the look of him, but what I do really like is we've got Desers Danilo, Ruth, all three different options for the Strikers um which I, I'm a big fan of horses for courses.
3: See, before we get into your question, I just wanna say uh you can see a difference in the fitness team in the players coming back for injury, so we signed a good doctor back. The medical department at Irox has been upgraded. It's got standards again. It's running away. way it should. Kamar Roof is going to give us a season similar to what he was like post Geo, um, when he was maybe churning out about 25, 30 matches a season. We're managing them right by dropping them into Euro squad. We're giving him minutes when we can afford to give him minutes. And he's. it's going to let him get involved i.e. By, by a top class goal on Saturday like they did. Um so I just I wanted to get it off my chest first because you no with fifth play the rangers, they're managing the injuries a lot better this season than what they were last season. So that's a massive improvement. Um in terms of Serial Dessers, he's a bit of an enigma for me. Um I'm struggling to find times where I I like it. I I loved his assist last the last week against PSV. Um, but on Saturday I didn't really I didn't really see much He's not working the centre-backs enough for me He's not um, His link up play at times was okay with Ruth on Saturday I would really like to see Daniel and Ruth together Pair up in a league match I think a, a combination play in the link up Is going to be out of this world um, Several deaths, I really know he's come off the bat of a bad injury He's not really the pre-season It's going to take taking time to get going and he already is going um, but I think there's a lot more to come for the big one um, and I just I, I, he needs a bit more time to get up and running he needs a couple of goals because uh, he scored a penalty and he scored a tap in um, we need to see him I like to see him start hitting a few shots off and really really getting involved in front of a goal he's, he's doing a wee bit of work after the ball, but he's no he's not quite there yet for me Um, we've got with a five million pound player sitting on the sitting on the bench, and uh, Saturday it just shows you how far we've come. First time last season, um, so I definitely room for for optimism, and there's going to be plenty of goals between the three strikers this season.
0: I I think that's uh, quite a fair way to summarise it. Um, you know, plenty plenty of room for optimism, but definitely still room for improvement with what you've called out there Shona and showing Shona what cross point out there about Danilo being the the man with the, the price tag attached to him and he's gonna get a bigger weight of expectation rightly or wrongly he is gonna he is gonna have more fans wanting him on the park while the the figures are still untested if feel like um I do take comfort in the fact that he has a very different striker for Dessers but going into, going into midweek and the two games we've brought ahead of him, I, ahead of his, I do think Danilo is probably the more clinical of of the two and I think he's probably, probably the man I'd want leading the line but Michael Beal does seem to prefer Dessers. What, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think Dessers
1: is the go-to man for Beal at the moment. I think he's had what, two goals and four assists. I think Danilo's problem has been that when he's came in, he's missed so many sitters, so many sitters as Danilo's missed and I think uh, he'll just prefers that kind of maybe a bit more, this is why I think he also prefers Sima as well, because they give a bit more physicality when it comes to even like, when it comes to defending. So I even think when it comes to the European nights, I I expect Dezert to start because I think he gives that more where he can hold up the ball a wee bit better. I actually disagree with Scott. I actually thought Desers did okay at the weekend. I think, yeah, okay, fair enough. He didn't he missed the, the one with the header and a few decent chances. But I think his movement off the ball was really good, especially for the Tav goal. When uh, Tav had that movement right through the park, we had the three guys moving mm-hmm. forward. And it was him that was pulling the defender away for obviously Tav to create that space for him to go in and hit that shot. So um, I think um, Bill will go with Desers. I think Desers brought probably more to what Danilo's brought so far. I agree, I thought Danilo was going to be the guy that was going to come in and he'll be the more clinical, dynamic striker that we were looking for, somebody that's so pleased can take on defenders, twist and turn, um, but we haven't really seen that in the last. Look, these guys are going to take time, and I think Danilo's been a wee bit unfortunate that he's not been able to get into the squad in the last kind of two games, really, not really had that many minutes. So, look, I expect Decius to start at the weekend, but I do expect maybe a wee surprise coming that old firm game on Sunday. Because
0: uh, I've got a feeling that you might go with either Canelo or Matondo. You're on mute. There you go, folks. Amateur podcast. and That's why extra content only costs £1 a month instead of the £2 that you pay for heart and hand. There you go. You get the odd <laughs> brain fart um, and the host put himself on mute. But, Curry, moving away from the... Different the front three, then you know i do want to spend time on a certain subject and it's only right that you kick us off with us <laughs> 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 sorry, <laughs> sorry I, had to, I had to
2: go
1: there
2: i'm sure i heard somebody at that door there uh i've got no idea what you're about to say but I, I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll need to answer the door
0: So obviously FIFA announced um, a rule change um, Where penalties are now taken from 25 yards away for the goal Instead of the 12-yard spot Um, I mean that must be it Because Tav knew only scores penalties um, And what a wand of a penalty this was Curry, what was your thoughts on the captain fantastic on Saturday and the goal?
2: Right, we'll start with the positives Uh, Tav had an alright game he scored an absolute belter. I'm not going to take that away. That Even Timmy, he took, he took the ball off the, I don't know which player it was, um, ran up the side, but inside, steadied himself, and just slotted it into the top right-hand net. That was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Can I take it away from him? And Last week, we were talking about the goal he scored. Uh, could any other player do it? And I said, I Maybe. That one, we have no got anybody else in the team that would score that goal. Well. Uh, it was fantastic, but and there's a big but here. He never had a brilliant game. He lost the ball a couple of times. Uh, left his vulnerable at the back, and he had some dodgy crosses on as well. Uh, but I'm not going. I can't. It has to be a plus for me because he did play. Reasonably well. It just there. There's always a mistake in Tav, and that's the thing. It gets maybe them. There's just a mistake in them. And against it, who we were playing, it didn't come too much because they never had much at an attacking force. So we we had Connor Golson and Suter who covered, and they'd, they they they've done brilliant. He, Tav's, I thought he looked a wee bit. Of, I don't know if it was me, but he looked a bit more lively. He looked a bit more fitter. He didn't look as if he, he was quite as slow as he'd been for the last wee while. Uh, whether that was just because he was playing against Timmy County, I don't know. It's just, uh, it really, really, I get get the fear with him and the other guy that we'd, 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 we'd like to have a go at, who had an absolutely fantastic game as well, Bonabarisic. He actually, he actually defended. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what am I watching here? This is, this is not meant to happen. Uh, my, 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 theory is, I'm pretty sure that Bill actually put, puts on. He watches it for me, and he actually comes and watches this pod specifically, just to see what I say to, about certain players, and see how many that I call shite. And what they day is, oh, oh, is that right, Curry? We're shite. I will. Mean, Okay, we'll prove you. I'm pretty sure that's what happens, right? (laughs) So so I'm not too sure. It was high. He gets a plus mark. It it, it was a a seven and a half to an eight for me for him. He made mistakes. He played pretty decent. He scored a belt. So I need to put my hand up. He he was fantastic. But he needs to play like that all the time. So over to Scotty.
0: Aye, Scott, um one of the long term listeners, Teddy Bell he's put in, he's put in a few comments about Tavernier and he's pointing out that Tavernier yeah. and Barisic playing further forward. So they'll look okay. I think Teddy I am calling him out because he does he, he is quite consistent with his message, but I think he does speak on behalf of a lot of the support because yeah. Tavernier and Barisic do split opinion. Um I thought Souter and Golsan had a terrific game uh, as a pair mm. yesterday for the most part. But I think when you're center after playing well, it allows your full backs to play better as well. So I do think it's all linked.
3: Aye, definitely. Um it's a Suter partnership on Saturday looked solid for the first time this season. um it looked as if they clicked to the good bit of chemistry going between the two of them. Um have They've done their job, they've done it to good effect Um, They know how to play that position Really, really well I would like to see Tavernier put somewhere else on the park I think they've got a good fit by player But in terms of Europe I think he's going to get found out this season He's lost a yard of pace. I think you need to You can't even all have him on the pitch His influence, his, his numbers Everything he brings you is outstanding But it's just a shame he's got to be a fallback Um because of the way he's got to play that position, he needs to get forward, there's going to be spaces um, it's, my main concern about Tav and Bourne this season is can they really do another 60 game a season like, 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 James Tavernier's not, not got them miles in on them, in them this season to play that position um, in terms of what with, we've with, with become used to seeing of him, in terms of his numbers and his, his, his I mean, the mileage in the guy's ridiculous. It's some engine he's got. Um, but whether we're going to ask him to do it for three games a week again, for another year at his age.
2: Scotty, can I ask you a question, mate? Aye. You were t- talking about um, actually coming up, uh, going forward a bit. Do you, do you think he would manage a number 10 role?
3: Mm, no, no. I've, I've always wanted to see Tavern near and centre mid. Um Remember years ago when Big Ek done it with Fernando Rixon Moved him for right back and moved him into centre mid And Rixon just evolved into into a captain (laughs) A league winning captain That's true Um, I think Tavernier's got similar attributes to to Rixon They're they're different players But Tavernier, if if you move him into a midlay park He's he's got a number six that's behind him That's going to mop up all his mistakes If he has any he can, put, he can put a bit of a dig in, he's got a shot, he can play a pass. You no, know, It's just it's just how you fit him in. It's it's the issue, but I, re- I really don't think him and Borna has got another 60 games in him this season. Fair enough, we've got Ridvan, who who offers a mere attacking outlet on the left-hand side, but we've not really got that on the right-hand side with Sterling. So, it's like, with do we do, because Tava is getting on a bit, and so is Borna.
0: Just uh, before we keep going with that conversation, a massive fat, um, thank you to Brian, just donated £5 pound in the pod. Um, honestly, anybody who subscribes and donates it, it really does go a long way. It really is appreciated. Thank you, Brian. Um, Shona, I think it's a really interesting point uh, about here in Borna Barisic. Rangers, over the last five years, they've built their team to uh, to... They built it around it, and the fullbacks like all their play is based on the fullbacks getting forward and bombing forward. And when James Tavenier and Barisic were at their peak and they were that half a yard sharper, stronger, fitter, faster, you know, we probably did get more out of that. But as these players are changing, do we need to change our, our tactics? For me, I think the. I think the linebacks with three centre halves or even a midfielder drop them in to support the centre halves. I think that's probably the best of both worlds in Europe. I don't even need to do that away at Ross County, but in Europe, I think seeing a three centre backs, so the linebacks on the exposed, I think that might be the way around it.
1: Well, I'm going to disagree with you guys. I think uh, you've got to be careful what you wish for because, uh, look, we brought in, we have, we've had to have, and Borna. Don't get me wrong; they might have lost a bit of pace. And they do lose goals down that left-hand and right-hand side. But let's just look at today, you had Kyle Walker and Trent Alexander-Arnold, two best left, right-backs in the world at the moment, both making mistakes for goals. So these things are going to happen. I think nowadays the full-back, we've got to get away from this, the full-back role has totally changed now. It's what guys can do in attack. I agree, I think Tav has lost a little bit of pace. Tav used to be a striker back in his day. He's not a natural like he's moved into the right-back role from being a striker when he was in the back in the day. And you can see why how he gets us so many goals because of his obviously natural ability when he was coming through the youth ranks as a striker before he ended up moving to right back. But I just think we guys, we both need to get away from this because we brought Ridvan in and we brought Sterling in. And so far, the fans were crying out for Sterling and Ridvan. And we're now having questions over them too. So look, do I think that Borner and Tavernier are better than Ridvan and Sterling at this moment in time? Absolutely. Have they lost maybe a wee bit of yard in pace? Probably. But as soon as we get up those balls up the pitch and we can get them full backs up, Borna and Tavernier have got some peg on them when they can put the balls in. And it's crucial for us in Europe that we take those opportunities because they're going to be very few and far between. If we get into the Champions League, we're going to be up against really, really big teams and we're going to be relying on them for their crossing and their set pieces when it comes to Europe and Tavernier's penalties and popping up with these goals. So, look, I... I I agree that maybe in the future we do have to look, they're getting older, we're going to have to look at another fullback in the future. But as for, for what I'm seeing, they're both bringing in the numbers, guys. They're both bringing in assists. What else more do you want? Maybe they'll make a mistake at the back. But for me, this is going to come in time. We're going to go back to where hopefully we'll have your wing-backs and your midfield hopefully helping these guys out. So, look, it will take time. I think it will. I, I just remember in that 55 season when we had our fullbacks covering for Tav and Borna, and how much better we were! I think what was it in the first, um, maybe 12 or 15 games we only conceded seven goals in that season. I don't think we can go back to that. I'm not. I'm not saying that we can go back to that, but we have to have guys helping them around them as well. Um, especially because for me now the fullback must be one of the most toughest jobs on the pitch, having to go forward and obviously having to track back and defend. If we had both that can do both, um, born and Tav that could do both. They wouldn't be in our league. But I just look at these other players in the Premier League. See if you look at the most goals in the Premier League, where do they come from? The left-hand side are right back and left back. That's just natural because what the wingers are having to do now is full-back. So if we want to criticise Tav, then obviously there's got to be a lot more criticism out there for other players because from what I see, Tav is just doing his job. And I think he's doing a really good job. I thought yesterday's goal, the way he took that goal, I don't know if you guys know, but see trying to get the, the angle and the bend and the shot, to dip that over the keeper whilst the ball is rolling. It wasn't even a dead ball situation. It's a really, really hard thing to do. And once again, Tavenier gets us out of a hole. So I think now that we've got Butland and goals, we're going to see a more solid centre-backs with certain and and now picking up their partnership. Yeah, I think Borna and, eh, Born and Tav have got a bit more to do. But I'll, honestly, guys, I don't really know what you, why you guys are criticising so badly because we saw what Ridvan and Sterling could do and they didn't bring much, what what. But Born and Tav
3: done. So just I praised him. No,
2: so
1: I praised them. My <laughs> God. By, Ooh, by the way,
2: Colin, you, remember you used to be the, the Tav fanboy? You're an amateur compared to Shona <laughs> by <laughs> the way. You are an absolute amateur.
3: <laughs> Shona, how,
1: no, did, can you honestly
3: my... can you honestly see Bournemouth being able to sustain that for 60 games? I see we get into Europa League or Champions League and we've got European Fit by after Christmas. We're going for a treble. Can they do that off season? I don't, I don't think that,
1: they can. That's my I'm point.
3: Thinking, That's my main point
1: about yeah. I don't I don't think they can, they, can, they can sustain that that thing. and that's why I think we brought in Red Van and Sterling for that thing. But do I think Red Van and Sterling are going to give you what Tav and Borna do? No. Do
2: you know what I think? The problem I think with, Red it, is the man. Sorry, I think it's Rex v reward. Uh, the the reward is the amount of goals that Tav will bring you, and the amount of goals that BB get. But the thing is, last season, they never. And I think that's what everybody's thinking about, is last season, when they just... Well, not so much the end of the season, but all the way through, they weren't producing the the standard of performance that we were all looking for. And there was more mistakes that cost us a lot of of points. And it all came down to either... The majority was Timmy the Borobaric side. Most of the mistakes were made. But also, Tav was doing the same. And the thing is... I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. See when Tav and Golson are playing together, I think the two of them are always ready to make a mistake because it always seems when Tav is right next to uh, Golson, the buzz play too hard. They always make that happy mistake. But see when Tav's away up the field, Golson does fine. He's running their back and and he does the job himself. It's just it's, as I said, it's risk via reward for me anyway.
0: I think. <sighs> Probably just to move away from the top, conversation But I, I think we've probably summarised so many sections of the support, <laughs> and I hope the listeners, though we don't always, like, we never assume that we're speaking behalf of the ranger support. But I think we've got a lot of different views. But I think. Um... I think we probably all agree there is still the value and importance on Tavernier and Borna Barisic, but again, having covered, I've said time and time again this pod, James Tavernier, Pete James Tavernier came when we had Nathan Patterson as a able deputy. Mm. That, that's going to be the same for any position. You're going to play as well as you have to play because if you know somebody's at the sidelines, and I think there's John Sterling and I, I do really like Yilmaz. Um, if they do begin to start pushing and get settled, then we will see Kaveri and Barisic be able to step that up I agree with Scott you can't do it for 60 games a season the fact that we've relied on them to do it for 60 games a season has been our, our fault at Rangers because we've not had the same for depth but I think we'll just put this one down under watch space Um Scott, moving away from the actual games then, before we come to PSV, um, also a bit of news today. That I do want to talk about the transfer window because we're well, in the last few days. Um, bit of an emotional post from Yanis Haji. Um, if I was more technically minded, I would clip in the Titanic music. Here, as I read out um, what he said, he said I was just a kid signing for this amazing, unique football club and my dream was to represent the club in the best way possible, on the European stage and deliver trophies. Because ultimately that's what I thought will make me fall in love with the club and make me happy. Well, I managed to do that, but that wasn't it. It was you, the fans, the unconditional support, the pressure, the songs, the travel, and most importantly, the way you defended your home, Ibrox. The one stadium in the world that can fly for a full 90 minutes. Ibrox, baby, it's just different. This is definitely not a goodbye. We'll meet again someday, I'm sure. But until then, go smash it. Once the ranger, always a ranger. So I'll maybe give a few seconds for all the listeners to, um, to compose themselves, um, open a the window, you know, catch your breaths. But that comes off the back of Yanis and moving to... Um, Alvarez on loan for a
3: season. What is your thoughts on that? See, when I seen it first on Twitter, day that the deal went through, my initial reaction was I was happy for a guy because he's went a, a good league, good club. He's going to get first team football. I thought that's brilliant. He's going to go. He's going to find a about form again. Get his match sharpness back and come back and absolutely smash it at Rangers next season. But then he put up post on Instagram. And it's it's kinda of got me wavering a bit that I'm probably never going to see him again, in the Rangers jersey. Um I just when I think of Yanis Haji, I think of Braga. Like half an hour he gave his against Braga it was, it's gonna stick with me for the rest of my days. Um absolutely fantastic player. And it's just a it's, it's an absolute shame that things have worked out from me it's worked. Um it's not anybody's fault. It's certainly not a player's fault, as he says in his press conference the our week. He's, um, he's fit and firing and ready to go, but when you've got Todd Cantwell and Tom, Law- Tom Lawrence and all these guys in front of you and the manager's opinion, they're, they're going to be pretty hard to shift to get the first team games. So I think the best that we can hope for as a supporter now is just to wish him all the best and hopefully he's a good season because then it's going to bump his transfer value up a wee bit for next summer. But by all means, I'm not saying I would love to see Yanis Haji have a good season and come back and get right back into that team next year.
0: Sure. I think me and you are quite similar on the Giannis Haji topic. Um, I really like him. I really like him as a player. I think he does add something different to what we've now got um, at Rangers in that number 10 position. I think he does add a wee bit mm-hmm. of a different style of player to Alamers or Camwell or Lawrence, but I do concede that we don't need that for every game. There is games where you know the other guys are going to be more suited, so we can't guarantee him uh, football. And at his age, with his ability, I think he does have to go. So Scott summarised it quite well. I'm happy for him, but I, I do. There's a wee part of me that hopes that he, <laughs> the one is just to go and get him playing football and he comes back mm-hmm. as a main man next year.
1: Yeah, I think the loan move is actually a really good move. i was really surprised. It's kind of conflicting reports that you're getting from this because Hadji's coming out and saying he's fit. Bill's coming out and saying he's not fit. That Instagram message tells me that's a goodbye message. But it's not a goodbye message because we're, he's all the only way out in loan. So I'm not too sure what's really going on behind the scenes with Haji all this. It seems a wee bit, honestly, there seems a bit of breakdown in communication with me. But look, I'm happy he's got the loan move. I'm happy there's not a buyback clause in there as well. It allows us to get him up and fit, allows him to get his game time that he needs. He wants to be in the Euros next year with Romania and he's not going to get that game time at Rangers and he's not going to get the opportunities when it comes to Champions League football. So I think it's a really good move for Haji. I think also as well, if he does well out there, it's only going to help us with, their, um, with the, the value of him. I think um, if he does well, his value will always go, will, may go up a wee bit. Um, and if we have to move them on, then we'll we'll get more money for him. So look, I think it's a really good move, but I just think it's a bit conflicting reports and what what, what we're what we're getting told from Hadji's camp and, and Hadji himself compared to what Rangers now. He's only had a 20 minute cameo against Morton, and he basically he's coming out and saying that he should be in the first team. I think like I think with Bill, you really 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 need to work hard to get into that first team. And there's something that's just not quite there between Hadji and Bill for me. But look, I hope he proves himself. I hope he goes out there and I hope he does well. And uh, I would love to see him back in a Rangers top, but I think just now he's just a wee bit below the pecking order at the moment. So uh, he's not going to get that game time at the moment. So it's best for him to move and get a loan deal and uh, hopefully we'll see him next year. But um, yeah, I think there's been a bit bit of a breakdown in communication between Paget and uh, Rangers somewhere along the way.
0: Curly, obviously... What's well, shown it was fairly, and a couple of comments have came in about it. There, Cami, okay, me it was a personal fallout with Bill. Um, others saying that like the rain was on the wall after the interviews. But for him, did it miss it? was put out for the press conference, and he was asked about him starting. And he says, "I." Um I respect the manager's decisions, but I don't have to agree with him. Um, you know, I think I'm in good shape. I think I could be in line for starting position. Michael Beale was asked about it throughout the week. And obviously, when you take away the daily record okay, rag style headlines, when you actually read was Wisney is toxic is what they've tried to make out. Michael Biel's just said he's, he's in a heavily congested contested position that number 10 Todd Cantwell Tom Lawrence Sam Lammers so Michael Beale didn't come out and rubbish him Yanis Haji didn't start a follow with the manager for me I, I think there's been an honest conversation but I do like about Michael Beale I always get that film. him I think he's been very honest with Haji how easy would it be be selfish and say oh no no you'll play and then get just see out the notice transfer window but he has been honest and upfront and said listen these are my plans you're no you're knowing the Saturn 11 right now.
2: Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Haji uh, was Bill's first official signing or re signing for the club. Is that
0: right? Uh, under Gerard, Haji signed.
2: I uh, bet he, he, he got an extra contract. I Bale, yeah, exactly. Bale, 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 the, oh, it was right, Bill's I... first, first ever signing mm-hmm. or re signing.
1: No, he wasn't there, it was already done. Yeah, yeah, I, I had that one. It was, right.
2: yeah, yeah. hey, right. We well, need to get honest about Hadji, right? Everybody was talking about uh, before he got injured. They ha- he hadn't been playing well for a, a few games, but eventually we found out that he had been carrying an injury, and also then he got that really badging that put him out for ages, right? Hadji was was one of the most gifted technical footballers we had at Rangers. He had a footballing brain that not one person within the Rangers side could match for his intelligence. It was just unfortunate he never had any players around about him that were in the same wavelength as him. And that was the unfortunate thing. He gave us probably one of the greatest nights One of, not the best, but one of the greatest nights of football in Rangers history against Braga. Because that was just, it might have been a deflection, but what a night that was. What an absolute night that was. Uh, I think that's probably one of the loudest I've ever heard, Ibrox, me personally. Obviously, there have been other people that said better, right? But he was out for a year. He comes out, he makes his statement. Now, he didn't directly attack Bill. There was nothing said there that, it, that Michael Bill went. Oh my God, what was he saying that for? It was respectable, and I know that's maybe be a way way out there and obviously totally wrong, and it's pure speculation on my part. I think this has actually came for a hire. I think it's been the higher Someday, you know, the Bay Rangers are getting run right now. Rangers are really, really stringent and really strict, the way they, they, they see Rangers, and I think that a player coming out and even saying a negative thing is really be caught on, and I think it's been somebody above, it's been above Bill Seed, and he's been dealt with us and I just don't, I, I don't see how this really benefits us, this loan move, I just don't get it because Apparently there was up to three clubs wanting to buy him. Right. Then all of a sudden he's gone to a, a club on loan. He puts out a message that me personally, I think he does want to come back. Whether he gets back to another thing, but I think it's a message saying that I don't you worry, I will be back. That's the way I see it. Obviously, everybody's different from me and they say it. it's all the way he'll never come back again. But it'll benefit him because he's gotta get minutes. That's money... I th- I think we would have been better trying to sell him to get money in because we still need another couple of players. In my my point of view, anyway, we need two more players and we need the money. So we were talking about. I think somebody said. I I think Paul there. Somebody offered them two and a half million. But go, go and bite my fucking arse. Two and a half million. I maybe double that. You maybe even get. You maybe get one of his legs. <laughs> that the two and a half million piss up you. would be lucky to get me for two and a half million. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> bloody Haji. we
0: we'll own that, Curry. That's that's why I, I I think the loan move does make financial sense because if he's mm. one of our most sellable assets, he's contracted to twenty twenty six. You like to sell him at his peak, and he's only exactly. at his peak when playing football. Um, Scott, like, you come in there? Like we're, we're gonna. What if,
2: what if he gets injured?
0: Oh it's a fucking uh it. ward, isn't it?
2: Yeah. I want the money to do I, <laughs> I want the money in it and I want players in for this season. No no following seasons. I want I want to make sure that we get this aye, title. I aye, bet you cash out get... every fucking crippling you get, don't you? You've <laughs> never
3: let a cricket run. <laughs> you've already got the money for Kamara that's gonna come in, in and Sa- it's a cala money sitting there. We've, we've made more money a summer, we are nearly breaking even with the signings we've made and we've been out and spent. We don't need to sell Haji. Not just now. Let him go, please. Find his form, and then we'll get double what we could possibly get in the market just now.
2: Oh, I agree there, Scott. You know, I, I, I agree. I mean, you say it was obviously he was going to go. I just I don't see the the benefits for Rangers. That's the only thing I don't. I think it's a negative if we had either sell him or kept him. That's I just don't understand mm. why he's went out and loan. It, obviously it frees but up he, the wages, but I, I, I,
1: don't, I don't, but don't know. He, Curry, what happens if he goes on to uh, the Romania squad and has a really good Euros and comes back to us? His 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 money is double double fold. It's double. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I
3: mean?
2: You're doubling your money on that. See, that's again, what I out, hope. it happens, so. see, investment. that's what I want. I hope that, as I said, I hope he does come back because I think he's a he's a fantastic footballer. He always has been. So he he's just had like a wee drop of form. Sorry, doc.
1: I'm just
2: saying, is that not the right thing then for him to get game time, to get 30, 40 games and then come back after a, a good Euros and see what he can bring the Rangers next year? It's and just mixed uh, uh, emotions, I think, for me. It's mixed emotions.
0: I just, I, I don't, I, I don't know. To I'm be fair, Navy's thinking puzzled. straight after reading that Instagram post of all our hearts are fucking up our arses, man. It's, Colin, it's that's a good point. I
2: think that has put a lot, I think that's what's got to me, is that the message that you sent out I think that's what's made me even more, like, wh- what's going on? Because it was such, a, it was an absolutely brilliantly put. And It's a pity we don't see that for mere footballers. I've always said that I think the, the players should be given more exposure uh, to show them how much they actually appreciate fans and how much they think of the club. Because I think it's only a benefit. Look at Todd Cantwell.
0: Exactly. So, before we finish up... Um... Obviously, so we do have a small matter of PSV on Wednesday. Um, Scott, it's, it's a carbon copy the position we were in last year. Um, two each door, Ibrox going there. Probably a similar feeling after mm-hmm. uh, we fell with the first leg at Ibrox last year. Probably not as confident as we were going in. Um, for me, I think it's I think we're up against a, a bigger, better, faster, fitter PSV yeah, team. Yeah. A better coached. I think Rangers have the makings to be much better than what they were last year, but it's not quite clutch yet. How are you feeling going into Wednesday night?
3: Um, as long as we get a good account of ourselves. Um, as long as we can go and say, you know what, that was a decent enough performance. As I've said, as I've said the last couple of weeks, Colin, that I'm happy with Europa League fit this season. I think it's important for us this season to go and... Maintain a good standard of football and maintain our form. I know we're Rangers and we should be trying to get Champions League football and stuff every year. But um, as long as we get into this and throw everything at it, that's, that's all I ask. Again, and as long as the players put the application, and the effort in, I, it's, 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 it's a really, really hard call because you don't know what Rangers are, or you don't know what Rangers are going to turn up. We could turn up and win one nothing again. It could just be a carbon copy of last, last summer, last season for all we know. And we could be sitting in the Champions League. Um, or But I do reckon we're, we're probably going to be looking at Europa League fit, but to be honest.
0: Sure now. You know, like I'll you'll get some excellent fucking podcasters on here, well, yourself included, who actually know the game of football. I'm a bit more basic. I, I go in the emotional side of the game, and I think we underplay that so much. And um, I don't know if this is just him um, being a bit too hopeful, but is there something got to be in PSV's heads, these bastards again? this fucking Rangers again is that going to get them and the reason I say that we wrote the, um, the the stories about De Jong um, booting the door down at halftime because they went in 1-0 down and I can imagine that because Rangers probably didn't they truthfully deserve to go in 1-0 up at half time last week um, is that something that we can maybe use to advantage
1: Absolutely. They are rattled and we are up for the battle and we are the underdogs going into this game and that absolutely suits us. So, look, I'm really looking forward to it. I think I agree in exactly what Scotty says. I think, uh, look, if we don't get through this, we're in the, the Group group 1 of the Europa League, so as much as everyone wants to get into the Champions League, and yes, it's a massive game for Beal. I think this is the biggest week uh, in his managerial career so far. If he can get us through that and then obviously the, the tie on Sunday, which I'm sure... Uh, We'll definitely take care of because we're absolutely rattled at the moment as well. So, no, look, um, I think that they'll go with exactly the same team that we had last week. And I think Bill will go with exactly the same tactics. I know people didn't like that in the in the first half of last week. But I think he'll go with exactly the same. I think he's going to try and frustrate PSV. And then what we'll do is we'll try and hit them on the counter-attack. I think there'll be times in the game where I think we'll need to do better. I think we'll have to get somebody... Um, more sitting up the park. I think um, last week we had a lot of guys sitting in defence, and there wasn't really an out ball. So I think that's probably one thing that we'll need to work on. Is maybe take testers out of the, the when it comes to um with uh, corners and free kicks. I think he needs to take desers out of that out of that situation and have them further up upfield. So we've got an out ball for for when we we manage to get possession from transition from um attacking uh, from midfield into attack. So. Look, I'm expecting exactly the same team. I think that's exactly why Jack was rested at the weekend. I don't think Jack at this moment in time can play three uh, full games in, in one week, especially if we've got, um, if we go into extra time, or penalties, and then we've got the old Firm game at the weekend. So, no, I'm really looking forward to it. I think being the underdogs absolutely suits us. I think it'll be a very, very tight game. I don't think there'll be as many goals as like, like we saw last week, um, and I expect us to go into that game, and I do expect us to win it because, obviously, I'm going to say that, but... Uh, Yeah,
0: I think it'll be a very tight game. I'm really looking forward to it. Curry, am I right in guessing that you're probably not as confident and as hopeful
2: as myself, Scott and Shona? I'm not going to say I'm I'm not as confident. I'm just... My my mind is on the league this season and Uh, nothing else. I don't care. I'm sorry. And I know everybody will hate me for saying that. Yeah, I think we could beat PSV. I think we could beat them. Uh, I think we've got enough there. Uh, I think that the the worst thing they could have done is take a rest this weekend and no play, because they came out absolutely assured that they were going to batter us, and they were lucky to get away with a two-two draw. Now they've got the Tuesday to this Tuesday to think about that. That oh, we gave it our all there, and we could only manage We could only sneak a draw. And the only reason they got a draw is because they a jammy goal when it came after the voice shooter. That's the only reason they got it. But I don't... Do I want Rangers to win? Aye. Do I care if they lose? No. I, I couldn't care less. Because the one thing, and I've said it to the start of the season, I don't care about Champions League. For the club, it's going to make a huge difference with the money. But is that, what's that going to mean at the end of the year if they take the title again? It means nothing. We go into a Champions League. we no, Let's be honest. We are no good enough for Champions League. We're no. We don't have enough. I
3: agree.
2: 100%. We don't have enough up front. We don't have enough defence. Have we got good players? Aye. Have we got Europa players to do well in it? Aye. I think we've, we're, we did quite well in Euro- Europa, but no Champions League. And the last thing I want to see is another fuck up. But last season, because that, that, I think that scarred everybody right. and it scarred the club because of the results. And I think that was a lot today with the, the t- temperament and the, the thought process eh, who was in charge at the time. But I don't want eh, to ever see that again. And I don't think we're ready to go into Champions League. I'm sorry. I know everybody will be like, yeah," but I don't care. I'm being honest here. We have well, no Champions League quality yet. And it's, people can clip that if they want, but it's true. <laughs> but the Scottish Club is fucking
0: exactly
3: yeah.
2: Champions League quality. It's That's probably the no
0: is a unique viewpoint, is what you think. Um,
2: I don't know, mate. I think I've, I've got a lot of hate for that.
0: Ah, oh, you you get a lot of hate anytime you're on this fucking board. Don't worry, mate, nothing new there. Now <laughs> I, yeah, I look as if I'm <laughs> <laughs> But I'm probably I I go in a bad mood when Rangers lose the toy cross. Um well, Rangers could be playing tiddly winks and I can absolutely want them to I mean, win it. It's I want us to apply ourselves the best mm-hmm. as we can in every competition we're in. I think I say this throughout the summer. This year, the league is so important, it's the most important it's been in years. But we said that every summer since I remember watching the uh, Rangers. My dad said that every summer since he remembers watching Rangers, so on and so forth. That's never got to change. Um, Scott, I know you were agreeing with quite a lot there, but I think if if you if you look at it. The- the reasons why we want to be in the Champions League, other than football reasons, there's several millions of them. If you look for right, reasons, right, 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 and when you look at, obviously we can get a decent run in the Europa League, but we are chasing Celtic in terms of finances, and we until we get a different structure and keep on building on the on the background of the club, we are going to continue doing that. I think it is a bit more important than what than face value. I
3: know, I I get it, I I completely get it, but. As Curry says, it's it's all about league title this season. Um I don't know what way coefficient coefficient points are going if it's still automatic entry into Champions League next season or next season it is,
2: will be then, the last one, Next season's
3: the last right, title. Well, if it is, well if we get into Europa and maintain we just need to win that title this season. Win a title and we get Champions League fit by next year. I know what you mean about sustainability, it's it's an awful lot for a club, but in terms of Outlays, we've not really had any outlays this summer Because we brought it all back in by selling players So, financially, I, we've not had a, a big transfer fee in Like a Nathan Patterson or a Calvin Bassey or, or anything like that We probably need the Champions League money, let's be honest about it um, But at the same time, like I, I don't want to see them win another league title I think we, there's potential for a freaking treble this season I watched, I watched the last half an hour yesterday They are shite They've not got a fucking hope in hell of a in this year. St. Johnston. they were all on Radio Clyde last night complaining they'd centre halves. You don't centre halves don't score goals, lads. It's fucking strikers. And your manager's not got a clue. So we've got a potential to really go into a clean sweep this season. So let's focus on that. At domestic honors need to need to come first in European FIPA's European FIP, but it's always been a bonus for Rangers. It leaks with matters.
0: And that's never going to change. The league is always the most important. Um, At the same time, I do understand, I do um, appreciate, you know, there's a lot of mixed comments coming. I've tried to share as much as I can. It is interesting to see, you know, there's so many people either side of it, but I I do get that part of, you know, if we're in a tournament, we want to do our best. but. I think that'll bring us to a close for this week, folks. I think we've walked through quite a, a lot of decent discussion. We've all managed to disagree with each other and nobody's fallen out, which is always okay. is always quite unique, especially where I sit in the Copeland Rear, man, it's like a fucking jungle there any time the lineup gets read it. But I'm going to do, as always, I'm going to precious for the goodbye and a prediction for Wednesday, starting with Shona. Plenty of solid feedback uh, for you tonight, um, keeping us maniacs in check. Thanks for coming on, Shona.
1: Well, Thank you very much. And I uh, disagree with the guys because I think, um, look, if you've got any ambition in your Rangers football club, you should be in Champions League year in, year out. Um, It only helps the club, only helps the value of the players. Um, and the players, obviously, attitude. I think if you're playing at the top level against these guys, year in, year out, you're only going to get better. Yeah, get, get the guys that we took an absolute scalping last year. We've got the group of death. We'll not get that this year. We're going to group three. Um, but yeah, as, as Curry says, the league is obviously the most important thing for me. But look, if you want to be at Rangers Football Club, you've got to aim high and you've got to aim for the very, very best. And for me, you've got to be playing in that Champions League. So look, um, another guy says that we're probably at this moment in time fit for Europe a bit. No, for me have got to be wanting to go to the very best if you want to go to the very top of Rangers and that's the Champions League and playing against the best players in the world. So, um, look, all on Wednesday night. I'm looking forward to it and I'm going for a 1-0 one and I think it's going to be penalty to Rangers and it's going to be a tavernier. That's how it's going to go for me. So, <laughs> get that on your kicking, guys. Get that. Oriol it's going to a tondo off the bench, one of the two. But yeah, for me, it'll be a 1-0 one It'll be a very, very tight game and we're going to go through 1-0
0: thank you very much for coming on as always
2: mate what is your goodbyes and your prediction uh, well thank you everybody for coming uh, as always uh get some great people coming in the comments come in thick and fast as always and some tremendous things a lot of people disagreeing with me of course it's me <laughs> i'm not everybody's cup of tea but hey ho uh just a wee Forward from last week's uh, pod, we, we told you about Bill, Bill was supposed to be on tonight, Emma, and unfortunately we've had reports that the reason he's actually not here, that, that he has been having talks with that certain company. So, if you watched last week's pod, you'll know what I'm talking about. So, he's he's actually been in discussions with them. Uh, so, he, he was saying that he had a birthday party or something to go to. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not buying that. I'm not As buying Lana that am a wolf-type like birthday party? By this, <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to think that myself, mate. Aye. <laughs> but, score-wise, I'm going to go with Shona. I think we're going to win one. I think, unfortunately, I think it's going to go to extra time now. I think we're gonna get a goal and I'm going to go Big City to score it.
0: Lovely. Lovely. Well, I'll take that. I'll take a one-now any which way possible. And last but not least, thank you very much for coming on again, Scott. Good to have you on, mate.
3: No, thanks for having me again, guys. Um I'm gonna go two one rangers and it's gonna be Desers and the already goals. Two of them have haunted PSV in the past, I think Desers is, is, Wednesday, Wednesday um, is going to come good in Wednesday night, and not it, we play them? Desers is going to come good on Wednesday night, shows what he's made of, Aye, I'm going to go 2-1. And another, in another uh, hole in the door for Luke
0: the Jong at full time. I um we might need to set up our young uh, young uh, support page um and plenty how we are feeling <laughs> about Giannis Are leaving? Uh, he might need the same amount of care and attention. Um, I'm gonna go. Fuck it, two nothing Rangers. Um, Tavani will score another. Oof. Oof. Rate, I think uh, clean sheet as well. <laughs> 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 we need to start some point. We need to start some point. Um, Tavani and Rabbi Matondo, Jack Butland will have the Tina Park deck chair out, sipping our warm tan of tenants. That's how confident I am. Um, we'll do a performance f- first minute tonight, so may we'll as well date midweek. That'll come
2: next weekend.
0: Aye. That's well. Why not two in the one week? Why not two in the one week? But um, as always, folks, really appreciate everybody taking the time out to listen and watch. Um, also put a wee banner up in the in the bottom. If you do like what you see, we're going to be back with the daily news show every day this week, Monday Friday, um, for additional content and you get early access to any additional shows. Just a pound a month. Um, if you don't like that, yeah, paying for content's not your bag. If you can find us a wee like, subscribe, even a retweet, it does really help the pod. But most importantly. Hope to see you all again on Thursday night in the live stream when we're discussing who we've got in the Champions League group stage draw. Until then, take care. We are the people.